Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR author and expert podcast series. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's Big City Number One National Radio Campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. Today's guest with us is Barbara Fox. She is the founder of Mystery on the Menu an interactive murder mystery company that she founded in Washington, D.C. back in 1986. She writes the plays, produces, directs, and acts in the plays, and, as she puts it, does everything else except sweep up after the show. Mystery on the Menu was one of the first participatory theaters in the country and has been in business for over 33 years, presenting shows for audiences ranging in size from 20 to 100. Barbara has also written several mystery novels and short stories, and most recently, two children's picture books. So, welcome, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Things have changed so much in the last few months. Uh, yes, they certainly have. Of course, you present your mystery show for large groups, sometimes over 100 or more people in the audience. Right. So how have you adapted to not being able to present your shows in person? Yeah, well, I've done three three specific things. First of all, I developed three virtual games that people can play on Zoom. Um, I, they People receive the games and parts for each of the characters and each person has questions to ask and they introduce themselves and they can do this all virtually on zoom and again try to solve it one of them is guilty but no one knows until the very end who it is people can wear costumes and they dress up and they really have a chance to play and be very sociable without being together and the second thing i've done is i post a murder mystery to solve on my Facebook page and on my blog every week, and people write in solutions. And the third thing is I have two books out, Murder is Served and Mystery is Served, with short stories that people can try to solve before they turn the page and read the solution. It's all done virtually now. And Barbara, I was going to ask you, um, you know, why the virtual mystery games are so popular. Obviously, a lot of people are spending time together. They're looking for things to do um, or not together in some cases. How do how do they work? You mentioned Zoom. You mentioned your Facebook. Go into a little bit more detail about the virtual. Right. The, the hostess or the person who's organizing it receives all the instructions, and she receives parts for each person. Each person gets a little booklet with information so they can introduce their character. They have questions to ask. They have information to share, gossip to share. And it's fun for people because most friends are not seeing each other anymore. People having parties and meetings are just things of the past. So this way they have a chance to be together and have something fun to talk about rather than how are you doing today? You know, they have, they can become another character. They become a gambler or a psychic or a glamorous movie star. And it's just fun to play and to escape all these terrible things that are happening. They're also good for, they're just sociable. Um, People have a chance to play. I think that's important. I think so, too. I think so, too, Barbara. Can you have or do you have an example of one of the games, the plots or the stories? Well, I can tell you a short murder mystery story. Um, Mm -hmm. This is called The Last Breakfast. Just listen carefully. 
On Sunday, January 5th, Judge Harley Madison was strangled to death in his sleep sometime between the hours of of 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. His body was discovered by the cook, Anna, at 11 a.m. when she delivered his breakfast tray and tried to wake him. The police determined that the murder happened sometime between the hours of 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. There were four people living in the house at the time. The cook, Anna, who discovered the body, the judge's wife, Rosalie, the live-in maid, Kathy, and the judge's nephew, Roger, who was visiting from New York for the weekend. The detective asked each of them where they were and what they had been doing between the hours of 7 and 10 a.m. Rosalie, the judge's wife, said she was having a leisurely breakfast in bed. She and the judge had separate bedrooms at opposite ends of the long hallway. Anna, the cook, said she was in the kitchen preparing breakfasts for the household and making several loaves of banana bread for the bake sale at her church. Kathy, the live-in maid, said she had gone for a long run and stopped to pick up the mail. The mailbox was at the end of the long driveway. Roger, the nephew, said he was in the library of the house reading the Sunday newspapers. Roger was a struggling artist who was dependent upon his uncle financially. Detective said, listening to the alibis, that he suspected one person of being the murderer. Who did he suspect? And this is the point where people will stop and discuss the crime, ask questions, think it over, or read the, 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 the story and try to either write a solution or tell a solution, or in the books, turn the page and read the solution. And there are several, several more stories like that in both, each of my books. Well, that is really fun. So now you mentioned your books. Tell us about some of them. Um, which book are you working on now? Well, I write a series about a murder in the inn. There's murder in the inn, another murder in the inn, murder in another inn. <laughs> and I'm working mm-hmm. on recipes in the inn now. And I'm actually, I'm asking readers to send me recipes for this one. It's going to be a bunch of uh, several short stories with recipes uh, following each each story. The other books I've written are, uh, I started writing children's books almost accidentally, and I've had two children's books out, Alphabet Rhymes and A is for Animals, Arm in Arm, and they were so much fun to write. It's nice to get away from mystery sometimes and just write something fun. And I have another book called uh, Act Two for Three, which is about three friends. Those are my non-mysteries. And then the mysteries, of course, are the ones with the short stories, which people are buying a lot now, murder is served and mystery is served. Well, so I guess I have to ask you this. We don't want to leave everybody in suspense. From the story that you told there, can you tell us who murdered Judge Madison? You want to know who murdered Judge Madison? (laughs) It was Kathy the maid. She said she'd been out jogging and getting the picking up the mail, but the murder happened on a Sunday and there's no mail delivered on Sunday. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of what oh, happens. Kathy. People have <laughs> people have to read very carefully, you know. And then uh, sometimes it's so obvious after after I tell people the solution. Oh yeah, that's of course that's right. I knew that all the right, time. Right, right. But oh, uh, in, Barbara, in, that... <laughs> go ahead. But in the books, though, people will have a chance to to try to solve it before they turn the page and read the solution. And a lot of families or groups read the stories out loud and have a lot of time discussing them or 
discussing the, the different situations. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much. It was fun today, Barbara and everyone out there. You can get in on the fun, too. Learn much more about Barbara Fox and her mysteries online, mysteryonthemenu.com. That's her website, mysteryonthemenu.com. She did mention, of course, a bunch of books as well that are available, including Murders in the Inn, Alphabet Rhymes, and many more. And you can check those out online at booksbybarbara.com. Barbara, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all for listening to this podcast brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.